Hello and welcome. This is the Joy Newsroom. We are live on DSTV channel 421, Go TV 125, and on all social media platforms as Joy News TV. This is Joy Newsroom with me, Sweetie Abochi. Our headlines for this hour. Brilliant eight years old Ikuya Ankuma needs $88,000 for urgent treatment and bone marrow transplant. Well, I don't know how we are going to raise such an amount. And she is also not going to be fit if the bone marrow transplant is not done. Yes. Empty plates and more shocking revelations from Joy News's latest undercover investigation sends quake and shivers down the spines of Ghana's education minister, who's deployed a full-scale fact-finding mission to check acute shortage in schools across the country. So that they'll give the Gary, don't give you this. They'll give you this, they don't give you the Gary. So a school that is not having the 900 students is supposed to have three bags a day to feed 900 students. More as parents agitate, revealing startling experiences and comparing the free senior high school policy to a prison sentence. You will win. The Love FM Primary School Quiz 2024. This year, 36 schools slugged it out for the coveted trophy and bragging rights. We, we have gone so far to come this way, and I'm praying to the Almighty God that we will go to the semifinals. If not, I'll not be happy. I'll cry. Home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with me. To begin with, an eight-year-old class three pupil, Ikuya Ankuma's dream of becoming a midwife, just like her mother, is gradually fading away as doctors say she needs an urgent bone marrow transplant treatment after she was diagnosed with cancer of the blood cells, leukemia. Ikuya's mother says the family does not have the resources to raise the $88,000 required for the treatment. She's appealing to benevolent people for support. Maxwell Agbagwa has more. Eight-year-old Ikuya lies on a bed at the pediatric oncology unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. The once active tennis player for her school is unable to move any part of her body. She's weak and the clock continues to tick on her deteriorating health condition. Seated by her side holding her hand is her mother, Sharon Nadu Ankuma. Ikuya's mother a midwife has been confined to the Kolibu Teaching Hospital as a result of her daughter's condition. She has been describing the processes leading to Ikea being diagnosed with leukemia, cancer of the blood. So she's very active. She's not a sickler. She has never been diagnosed of any previous illness. She does a day-in and day-out activities normal. But later part in November last year, I realized she gets this temperature, which is on and off. It comes and goes, comes and goes. So in December, when she's going to school, sometimes she will, she will refuse, actually. Then there are times she'll tell me she'll go. Then I also observe that she's having temperature. Then one day, I just saw these lymph nodes. There was one here and one just behind the ears. I thought maybe it's one of those things it will go. And later I saw she's having this yellowish discoloration of the eyes. It was very yellow. So when I saw that, I saw that mm, when you see this yellow thing, it's either the liver or the kidney, which is at stake. So I just took her to the children's hospital where we saw the doctor. We did 
the tests, we ran the full blood counts. But the WBCs were so high, the white blood cells were so high, and she was also having distended abdomen. It was a little bit bigger than the normal. Then the scan proved that the liver is enlarged, the spleen is also enlarged. Then this yellowish discoloration may be as effect of the liver. So we ran series of tests. We even had some to be sent to India for confirmation. We did something they call the full cytometry, which came and they confessed it's an acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Sharon says the family is in urgent need of 88,000 US dollars, which is the total cost of medical treatment in India. I don't know how we are going to raise such an amount. And she is also not going to be fit if the bone marrow transplant is not done. Yes, she is growing weaker and weaker by the day. Here at this world, I've met Equia's 19-year-old brother, Edward Ivan Denny Ankuma. He says he's surprised his once active sister is unable to move any part of her body now. He's also appealing for support. She's brilliant. She's brilliant and active. She's interested in sports, sporting activities. Let me support her. They should try their best. So she gets well. We also do our part. Senior resident at the pediatric oncology unit of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital, Michael Akboke says Ikuya needs an urgent bone marrow transplant. So um, we have started to treat her as we usually do after confirming the diagnosis. And for some months now, it seems the results we're getting is that this type of leukemia is not responding to the regular treatments that we usually offer. So that would mean a more aggressive approach, okay? So that's why we are proposing that as soon as possible, the Kia needs to get bone marrow transplantation to have a chance at cure. So as soon as possible. So what we're doing is to do our bit to keep the cancer cells from continuously multiplying. But the earliest we can get her transplanted, the better. Most cancers in children, unfortunately, we can't pinpoint, unlike in adults where we know if you smoke or you take a lot of alcohol or exposure to lots of things, yes, those are the things we know. But for children, peculiarly, we don't seem to be able to pinpoint environmental contributors to the cancers. We know, for instance, if the child has been exposed to radiation, so things like X-ray, you know, the tests that we do, or CT scans, if it's been exposed a lot, then there's a, there's a risk of targeting leukemias. Or if the mother was exposed during pregnancy, there's also a risk of the child getting leukemias. Sometimes there are some genetic factors that the children are born with that makes them, that predisposes them to getting um, this cancer of the blood. If you're attached, please help. Now, the showing of Joy News's documentary, Sick Hospitals, nearly disrupted sitting in Parliament yesterday. The documentary, which details the hopelessness in a number of public health facilities in Ghana when it comes to basic equipment, was shown on the large screens of the House of Parliament as part of ranking member on the Health Committee, Kwabna Minta Akando's debate 
of the president's message on the state of the nation. But some NPP MPs, led by the first deputy speaker, Joseph Oseowusu, will not allow that. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kweku Asante reports. That documentary by John News showed the poor state of Ghana's hospitals. Today, it was shown in Parliament by MP Fajuaboso, an NDC minority spokesperson on health, to show that the President's State of the Nation address did not address the health needs of the public. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, what we have in Ghana now is what we call sick hospitals. Hospitals that are sick. Yes, sick hospitals. Yes, Mr. Speaker, with your permission. And I have already cleared with leadership. I have a video. It is an ultimate walk of shame for any visitor to the Sandema Hospital in the Bulsan North District of the Upper East Region. But midway through the presentation, the first Deputy Speaker Joseph Osewusu was on his feet, imploring the Speaker to stop the showing of that documentary in Parliament and asking under which rules the MP for Juaboso was showing that documentary. Mr. Speaker, I want to know under which of our rules this video is being shown in the chamber. Who authorized it? And who allowed the questions for the to play that? Our rules must guide what we do in the chamber. Some more NPP MPs, including Samuel Atatia, and then another former, and then a former Minister for Environment, Science and Technology, also registered their displeasure. This house. What is the meaning of this? How can we validate... Uh, uh, what he's trying to show us. What, what is the source of this? If, with respect, if this is an ancient matter that he's trying to force on our imagination, how do we know it? So please, Honorable Speaker, it cannot be authenticated and therefore you shouldn't feed us with propaganda. You have to know that if you are doing, I saw some pictures of crimes and I submit that it's unethical to present clients in those settings, hospital settings, without their permission. So, Mr. Speaker, even if leadership agreed, I would have objected that they erred in that agreement. It's unethical to show patients in that kind of situation. They do not have their permission to show that permission. While eventually this documentary was curtailed, it was not shown in full on the floor of the House. But the minority made that point clear. Now, this is a new precedent that they will be seeking to hold even the president and ministers responsible for on the floor of the house if they ever come and try to show documentaries or any other audiovisuals as part of making their case on the floor. I discussed that issue with you. You directed that. I discussed with leadership. Mr. Speaker, I discussed this issue with the, minor, the minority chief whip and the majority chief whip. I even gave him a copy. I sent a copy to him. Mr. Speaker, I don't do things by heart. So, so leadership agreed. Mr. Speaker, ask the member of parliament. But we didn't discuss at the plenary. Well, the State of the Nation address debate continued today. We heard from the minority spokesperson on finance, Isaac Adongo, who made a case in terms of why he believes that Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia should not be allowed anywhere near the presidency. Mr. Speaker, I would like to indicate that... As the NDC is getting ready to fix Dr. Baumia's mess, he should understand that it is time for him to learn to understand the policies of the NDC. We are not only bringing 24-hour economy, we have a series of policy interventions that are carefully thought out and crafted.
to show him better digitalization and improve the economy of our country. The State of the Nation debate is expected to conclude next week, and MPs on both sides of the aisle are seizing to make the case for why their governments or their parties should either retain power or be elected to lead the government. And the NDC minority are making Dr. Baumia a certain linchpin in terms of making their case and stressing that Dr. Bahmoud Baumia cannot be extricated from the current economic challenges we face in the country. But the, but the MPP MPs will have none of that. Reporting for Joy News, Kikua Sante, Parliament House, Accra. Let's stay on documentaries from Joy News. Now, the Education Ministry, in response to a yet-to-be-aired Joy News documentary titled Empty Plates, the Free SHS Promise, embarked on a tour of, the th of three high schools in the Greater Accra region to assess food provided to students under the Free SHS program. The Joy News expose highlights acute shortage of food at the various campuses and the quantity of meals served to students. Let's take a look at the promo on our latest investigative piece, Empty Place, the free SHS promise. Sometimes they'll give you Gary, don't give you peace. They'll give you peace, they don't give you the Gary. So a school that is not having the 900 students is supposed to have three bags a day to feed 900 students. Every night, these children go to bed burdened with thoughts about what they will eat when they wake up to a new day. It is no fault of theirs that the government that promised their parents free education is unable to provide enough food to feed their youthful appetites. And sometimes kinky. Empty plate. The free as you just promise. Coming soon on Join News. Now, Join News's channel manager, Kweku Owusu-Pepra, has been explaining what to expect in the documentary, how extensive the investigation was, and the extent to which the food shortage situation in the schools is affecting teaching and learning. We received calls. We had people complain. We had uh, parents speak. Some children would send voice notes. And so in the spirit of public interest journalism, we decided to verify. So what we've done is to verify and, and, and put pictures to the assumptions and the guessworks works and the calls. And this is the work we've done is, is, is compelling. Mm. It's extensive in the sense that it covers entire country. Um, from the north, we went to the middle sector, we came to Accra, the eastern region, the Volta region. It is the entire country. Um, everybody has to just wait and watch the documentary and you would know how far the length and breadth, width and depth of the documentary. Our story is about the quantity of the food that is served. The story reveals a lot about who gets what to eat. And it is not for any reason that the story is titled Empty Plates. It's a metaphor to, to give expression to what you find in the dining halls. So what we have done here is to give meaning to 
the struggles of the students and to let the powers that be know that yes, the free SHS is a good policy. Nobody can argue that, but there are challenges and they have to be fixed. This is what we have done in the spirit of public interest journalism, which emboldens us, which encourages us, which becomes our mandate to bring and to mirror society to itself. It also tells you about the impact of the free SHS campaign and how it has created access. I guess we should all wait and enjoy the documentary, pick the lessons from it, and fix the problem. We can now hear from some parents who told Joy News their children are being treated like prisoners. And another concern is uh, their food. To be frank, they are not eating any better food at all. So every time she will call, that mommy, I don't have money. The food is not enough and sometimes it's not even good. To, to be frank with you, this girl left home without stomach pain. But now she will call that mommy, my tummy. She has been admitted at the hospital. They did other tests, but she said the doctors are so, so, uh, suspecting it's ulcer. It is very bad. We are not saying they should not eat Gary, but the Gary is too much. And according to the girls, the Gary is dried with some sauce on it. It is very, even home, how many of us could eat those food? The complaining that the rice is very small. And they to be, the food the girls eat is very bad. Very pathetic. And it's so sad that the Assad will see a different picture, but the inside is a different issue altogether. I think the government should take a look into it. They are not fed properly. They are made to work like horses. Like, I don't know. In fact, I think this is a second prison yard. Even the prison, those in the prison, I don't think they go towards this. Now, from Laboni Senior High School to Presec Legon, my colleague, Kenneth Jesse, was part of the team from the Education Ministry and Free Senior High School Sec Secretariat that was taken to the dining halls of some selected schools in Accra and reports. The Free Senior High School has come under criticism recently, especially with the food served to students. The quality of the food and the amount of food served to students have become a topical issue. But the Education Ministry says they are working at improving things. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. When Cynthia came to TurboTax, she had just launched her new side gig, a true crime podcast. I'm a first-rate detective with a golden voice. As her TurboTax expert, I made her second income count by guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and her maximum refund. <clears throat> what did she do with that refund? Find out next week. Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. That is the Ministry of Education's public relations officer. At every point, you should understand that you, you may not necessarily have a perfect system. You have a system that is being run with a human hands in it. So there may be some challenges in terms of distributional challenges, in terms of storage challenges. But your duty as leadership is that when these challenges come, you go in and resolve it. I think we have to situate it in a very proper context. What is that very proper context? If you look at buffer stock, their distribution chain, at every point they are supposed to send about 18 food items. In between the 18 food items and even GCX, you may have a school with supplies of about 17 food items. I mean, let's even narrow it down to our various homes. You may have milo, you may have milk, you may have sugar, you may have uh, uh, plantain, but you may not have beans. It does not necessarily mean that you are unable to cook. But maybe within the preferred choice of food that you want to cook, that is where you may have a difficulty. But of course, what do you do as a parent or as the owner of the house? Quickly, you have to intervene. And when there are those challenges, you go in and resolve it. I mean, these, these children are not children from, from a different continent. <laughs> they are our own children. They are our own brothers and sisters. So our biggest priority is to make sure that they are being fed morning, afternoon, evening. At the Laboni Senior High School, the students tell me that although they are given breakfast, lunch, and supper every day, it is not always that the food is balanced. There are slight instances where it's not balanced. It's just once a while. But then I think we would need more of the balancing of the food. Then there may be instances where there are not balanced foods, but then sometimes I think we would need, maybe when we are taking what we will need, egg to each person. But then now it's no more. So we pray. We are hoping that they bring it back. But then for the rest, we think it's okay. Managed. So the education ministry 
took us on a tour to three secondary schools in the Great Accra region. St. Thomas Aquinas, Presbyterian Boys Secondary School, and Laboni Senior High School. And in these schools, the students say that although they are fed all the time, that usually their breakfast, which is predominantly liquid, comes without bread. And on some occasions, they have bread to add to it. What was for breakfast this morning? Okay, we had um, some brown with bread. Uh, some brown and bread. And is it, does it always come with bread, your breakfast? Nah, it's not always. Just, just sometimes, but not always. Yeah. So how often does it come without bread? Yeah, very often, yeah. Yeah, I think Fridays that we get bread. Yeah. Throughout the week, it's only Fridays that you have breakfast with bread. Yeah. Usually, it's without bread. Yeah, we don't we don't get bread all the time. Just fri- just Fridays. So most of the times, me personally, I come Fridays because I like them because there's bread. Yeah, the bread on Fridays. Yeah. Not long ago, Africa Education Watch advised government to allow parents who have their awards in boarding school to pay for the free senior high school. The National Democratic Congress, NDC, has also said that they will review the free senior high school should they win power come December. But the question is, will that review ever happen? Time will tell. From Presec Lagon, Kenneth Jesse for Joy News. Right, so now Chief of Goma Budumburam, Nana Kojo Isel II, says dead bodies and skeletons have been found in some of the abandoned rooms at the Liberia camp. This was after debris from the demolished area where have been, uh, have been evacuated by the traditional authorities. The Goma Fete Traditional Council demolished parts of the Budumburam camp, which has been hosting refugees mainly from Liberia. The move was to pave way for the expansion works on the Kaswa Winneborough Road. The chiefs also cited increased criminal activities as basis for the demolition. The exercise was, however, halted after the Central Regional Security Council visited the site and the chiefs subsequently agreed to give the people one month to evacuate. The traditional authorities have started clearing debris from the demolition exercise. Chief of Goma Budumburam, Nana Kujo Esel II, said bodies and skeletons buried at the camp were discovered. What is happening here at the camp is very sad. We are tired of burying dead bodies. During the demolition, bodies were found decaying in some rooms, and we had to bury them. These wicked activities have arrogated to the community a bad name. The chief cautioned the state not to intervene in the attempts to reclaim their land. The campers have up to March 31 to move out of the area.